Merry Christmas. I'm still uh, recovering my voice, so uh, just for our liturgy today, I will be speaking my portions, but you will be singing along just as it's uh, printed in the bulletin. The Old Testament reading for this Christmas day is from the 52nd chapter of Isaiah. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. The voice of your watchmen, they lift up their voice. Together they sing for joy. For eye to eye they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together into singing, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the first chapter of Hebrews. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, and today I have begotten you? Or again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, He makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish. But you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. Like a robe, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will have no end. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, 
was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out. This was he of whom I said, he who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. And from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Today the Apostle John said, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Light really only has one purpose. It chases away darkness. It can be challenging in a city to really see darkness. You almost need to get out of the city on a cloudy night when there's no moon, no stars, no street lamps. To really see how deep darkness can be. But then if you have a flashlight and turn it on. It literally cuts through that darkness like a knife. And wherever you hold the flashlight, you will see light. And the darkness is around it. But the darkness can't snuff out that light. So if you turn the flashlight to the left, the darkness almost runs away. And if you turn the flashlight to the right, the darkness runs out of its path. And yet all around that light is darkness. But the darkness is unable to stop that light. In fact, the darkness can't stop the light. It doesn't have the power to overcome the light. And that is just a flashlight we're talking about. Imagine how powerful Jesus Christ is. The light of the world when it comes to the darkness. This is exactly what John meant when he wrote today. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Aside from Easter, today may be one of the greatest days in the church. We just spent the whole season of Advent leading up to today, the birth of Christ. And we've had a countdown on our Advent wreath of light. Up to the final day today, when Jesus Christ, the light of the world, would come. Today, God took on human flesh. He took on our flesh as a baby to become a beacon of light to us in this dark world and in our dark lives. He came as a light of life in a world that has always been filled 
with the darkness of death. And this world we live in could not stand having the light of Christ in it. Look what happened right at Jesus' birth. Soon after, King Herod became threatened and tries to kill the Christ. And in the process, murdered all the little boys in Bethlehem. When Jesus was older and revealed he was the Christ, the men of Jesus' own town of Nazareth tried to throw him off a cliff. But that darkness of trying to murder God could not win. And Jesus passed right through them. When it came to Jesus' crucifixion, for a few fleeting days, Jesus' opponents thought they had won by snuffing out the light of Christ. In his death on the cross, it looked like they had accomplished what they wanted. But they could not have been more wrong. Their attempt to blow out the light of Christ by killing him only fulfilled God's will. They not only failed, they helped fan into flame the greatest light this world has ever seen. Jesus' death on the cross in place of sinners fulfilled all of God's will. To pay for all the sins of all mankind from Adam all the way up to us. The crucifixion of Jesus ensured that our dark sins were covered in the blood of Christ. And forgiveness finally shines upon us now. Where there once used to be guilt over the darkness of our sins. There is now the light of forgiveness. Where you and I once felt only the darkness of condemnation. We're now filled with the light of God's incredible mercy. Shown to us through Jesus Christ. St. John's words are so true. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. Yes, his words hold true today. And they will hold true for all eternity. I'm so thankful today that we will be celebrating the Lord's Supper soon. Because I'm so overwhelmed sometimes that God is willing to come to us in the flesh. Today, we celebrate on this Christmas morning the coming in the flesh of Jesus Christ. The light of this world. And there is no greater light beaming into the darkness today than the Christ who will very soon be upon our own altar here. And here in the Lord's Supper, we will receive the Christ himself, the very light shining in the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. Here on the altar, we will receive the same Christ who once rested in a manger. Here on the altar... We will receive the same Christ who once hung on a cross and the same Christ who walked out of an open tomb. Here on our altar, shining brighter than all the heavens, is the Lord of all nations coming to you to bring you the greatest Christmas gift ever. He comes to give you himself. The light of all lights shining in all of our darkness. And all of our darkness, no matter what that darkness is, 
or how powerful that darkness may feel, none of that darkness will ever compare in power and in brightness to the crucified and risen Lord, Jesus Christ. The light shines in the darkness. It is still shining in the darkness. And the darkness will never overcome him. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.